You're about to listen to the String Ninjas Podcast. 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 Music. Music. So anyway, welcome back to another episode of the String Ninjas Podcast. I wonder if we open up an Irish bank account. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Here, that's funny, actually. Um, we had a wedding inquiry about, I think it was like for 2022 or 2023, and um, asked, they were asking like prices and this and the other, and it was a wedding up in like Donegal. So I sent her, I said, well, this is what it costs and stuff, and this would be the, the travel expense, blah, blah, blah. But I did say, I says, look, I don't know how we're going to be able to do jobs like that mm. going forward. Do we... We'll have to both well, make I sure we have Irish passports. Crack, yeah. I was like, I don't know what the crack is with getting across the border, like working, do you have to have a, a visa? Well, or, we have to I, pay tax in the... Yeah, in the, exactly. So I said, like, I said, to declare I said in all likelihood, I said, we will be able to do it for you. Mm. But I said, it's just one of those things. It's a red tape Nobody situation. seems to know the answer to the no, question. Because I was hearing made, about, there's um there was these fishermen who are I think they lived in I think they were in Donegal the fishermen in Donegal and but they for years and years and years they've always taken their boats from the north of Donegal into Northern Ireland technically to do their fishing and they've done it for fucking years and then the first day after Brexit they got stopped by the 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 Coast Guard or the Scottish fucking Navy I think stopped them somebody it was something something wrong because I remember Uh, reading that story and being going I thought they were going to Scotland, and that's yeah. why the Scottish. No, I think the Scottish were just because it's the UK, so uh, they were just Scottish like, Navy were like, in the waters, and they were like, "No, you can't, you can't fish in here." That's fucked up. Isn't I it? know it's metal. It's you see, Jacob Rees Mogg says they're like the fish are happier because they're British now. It's like yeah. nobody's happy because they're British. I know. <laughs> the only, yeah. only people that are happy that are British all went to England and fucked the same pighead. Uh, <laughs> so anybody who has sent us an email about weddings and what have you, is, we have replied to you, and if we haven't, it's in our junk, and I'll find it. But. Uh, I was like, it's, it's been, around, so, it's been really yeah. hard replying to people. It's actually depressed me. I was thinking about it today. How, like, I rant and rave all the time about not gigging, but you know what? Man, everybody's in the same boat. Well, not everybody's in the same boat. Um, the people who aren't in the same boat, the decisions they make don't affect them. But the majority of Joe public is in the same boat. And like, I was thinking about. Do you remember that's that job we did for Cerner? Mm. Like that will be coming up soon. That would have been that a nice wee corporate gig that we used to they go, were, go to London. They wanted us back for three days. Yeah, and, and they, they put, were being charged they put for us that. Up in the Hilton in uh, Edgware Road. Swanky fucking. It's, it's the best gig we ever. Because you know, and you know what I was thinking as well today. It was like because we would we wouldn't be working the full three days. It'd be like reckon you do an afternoon here. Saying that just to interrupt you, they don't. All they have to do is not serve drink. Aye. Or anything out there, and we're still able to do it. Aye, that's the problem. We can't play in bars, drinks, can't yeah, play yeah. weddings, drinks. But not, not even that. No, no. The reason I was most well, the money was the, obviously the first one. But the best bit about that job, like that's the one thing that has annoyed me about when we go and do that job, is that it's literally fly over in the morning, get into the hotel, go do the gig, get a bit of dinner, go get go to bed, and then get up in the morning, go back to Belfast. But if we're Drink there for twelve a few, pints in between, nah, <laughs> that's, that's true. But then. If we're there for a few days, I was like, I already had I I 
mapped all, out what you fancy all doing. the places I was gonna go. Yeah. And when I say places, I mean restaurants. <laughs> right. But I was gonna, and like, I, if you didn't want to go, that's fine. I was quite happy. A wee table for one, just a wee charcuterie board and a wee glass of pinot gris, please. I'll do me, you know. And that, but that's, if you if you haven't guessed, he's a fucking he's a classy bitch. <laughs> the, I, these are the things that I enjoy. You know, I, I, I that's. That's what I like. Yeah, that's funny because what I enjoy is wanking into my into the beds in a hotel room. So if you go well, and do uh, that, I can wank into the bed. Absolutely, <laughs> it's just not mine. Well, no, that's that's um, the whole part of the taboo. That's why the sheets are white. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember that time you thought you pissed yourself? I dropped the whole pint of beer yeah. all over you, and, and I you, saw. You just I, laughed at me. No, because I knew it was going to happen, and I went, "I should really get that pint out of his hand." And I went, "Nah, fell asleep in bed with the pint." And then woke up the next morning and went into the bathroom to see a massacre of towels and underwear, and I was like, "What the fuck happened here?" <laughs> and you were like, "I thought I pissed myself." Uh, <laughs> it smelled very yeasty, so I thought it had an infection. <laughs> fucking full, a full um, fucking uh, yeah. a thing. Of, remember, she remember, uh, remember we got the beers and all ordered to the room. That time. That's right. Okay, we were we were living oh, we life were large. Living we were watching babes dancing together. That was class. I know that's it. Remember, because remember we did a video. Actually, I must look that up because you did a video of me coming out of the bathroom in like the the towel wrapped around my head and all my fucking egg, and you were oh like, "Quickly, it's God. starting! It's starting!" It was like Emmerdale or something, and I came running in and jumped on the bed. Oh, that was, oh, that was such a funny. Uh, yeah. Almost I got up. Do you remember when the when the guy the security guy came over to kick us out of the bar because you decided to land a piano like you were Liza Minnelli? <laughs> um, Although a year before that. Um, it was the place was bunged remember uh, when all, all them people were drinking and they, they must have been told they weren't allowed to do it this year because remember like so or the last year so yeah so basically so basically what happens is fairly good we do we did like for two years in a row we did this big corporate gig it's for cerner who are like medical equipment developers and stuff and all but they're fucking money 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 to burn like yeah. so they basically flied us over we did a gig in the in belfast and they fucking just so happened the person that books was there and mm. um, with other like colleagues and she was like right I'll get you over and most of these times you think like I I sweet you know nice one and she actually did contact us so we went over and fucking they put us up in the Hilton and as Mick was saying but that first year we went over remember the bar because basically they booked, served the place. They booked like a, a whole it was like an eggnog it felt like I was in China white so this is <laughs> Dana Thompson's Dana Thompson's full of posh no the floor wasn't as sticky but uh, we I so the first year we did it so basically the, the, the company books out an entire floor of the Hilton and this Hilton's fucking huge like oh it's aye. not it's like a couple of hundred rooms on the floor like, this isn't like the Hilton in Belfast no this, this thing is an is actual Hilton massive hotel. like so there's like probably about three or four people in each room although Hilton in Belfast Fast, we will take any bookings if you want to go <laughs> <away>. <laughs> sweet for us, please. Um, fucking yeah, uh, so we went down, and the first year, the fucking the bar, the, the hotel bar was manic, yeah. it was crazy. Uh, and it just they were all the doctors and all the medical people and the bars and everything were in fucking rinsing the bar. And we were, we were like, fuck, we need to order like all sorts of drinks here in one yeah. go because we weren't getting served. And then the last year we went over, they must have but all been told. Yeah. Fucking pull, wind your fucking necks in. Because we yeah. went over and the bar, there was like three of them in the whole bar and that to was To be it. fair as well, I felt the actual conference was a wee bit tamer than the first year. I think that, I think a lot less people were staying over or whatever. Mm. Or I think maybe we, we, we did the last night of it or something. No, I'm not too no, because sure. they wanted us to do the, the next two oh, nights right and we couldn't do it. Fanula was like, I fucking do it if they're going to pay you. But I was like, I, but yeah. it's, a, it's a big arrangement thing yeah, and we have yeah. to fucking do that. So, but that's the whole thing. They wanted us to do the three nights this year. And I was like, yep, they're getting charged 55 fucking no, grand. <laughs> I would have, with the money we would have made, I was... Uh, 
probably going to buy a new violin with it or something. I could have. 70 quid your one, fuck's sake. I mean, <laughs> uh, people don't believe that. Cost me. I Yeah, swear to God. That one cost me 70 quid. I have two of them. Uh, the one I bought cost me 70 quid off eBay. And the, I have another off them that was given to me by our mate Colin McCabe, who I used to play with in Stormtree. Because he, he used to play electric fiddle for them before I joined, but then he was he just said, like, I don't play anymore, even as I just have it. So he just gifted me the violin. So I've always had a spur, but then that one packed in, so I actually need to get that one looked at again. Uh, but either cracking the violin. Nobody believes. I get all these. Uh, we I put our videos up on Facebook, like violin pages and stuff like that there, and people are always going, What violin is that you're using? And I'm like, mm. Honestly, I don't know the name of it. I swear to God, I haven't. For any new listeners here, there's a episode where we break down our gear. It's actually quite quite a fun episode. It's quite geeky for the music nerds out there. Um, but I don't know what the hell my violin. I'm fucking so. St- it, it, what, see what I see? You like cheering up your violin, and every time you turn it, you hear it creaking and groaning. Uh, and I'm like, how is that fucking thing still together? Like, it feels like it's gonna snap. Because Gavin, that's a proper instrument. It's a proper wood string instrument. It's not a fucking. It's made of fucking laminate plastic. You uh, fucking you, you got it right. in a Toys R Us. I know. <laughs> Back when it was still in business. But the piezo on its class. Uh, so I um. He's a piezo file. But anyway, I wanted to go to London. I really did. I love London. Oh, I like being able to leave. I couldn't live in it. But um, alright. So sample its delights and then fuck off and then say right, see you next year. I said, oh by the way, what was the best part about that whole place? Satay House, Aye, the Malaysian wee, restaurant. It oh was nice, like there was a wee fucking place just around the corner from the hotel, yeah. and it just had. It was just it was random as fuck. We found it Aye. because I didn't realize. Like I thought I was like right after this because we were finished the gig at like eight o'clock, Aye. and I was like after this gig we can head out. I'll fucking do shit because yeah. it's London, biggest city, in the, one yeah. of the biggest cities in the world. But only we had to get a tube at half seven the next morning. Aye, no, but not even that door. There's nothing open. On a fucking Monday or when was it? Uh, I was like a Tuesday, Tuesday or something. Yeah. We went over. There's nothing open. I were we were I at Edgeware Road. There wasn't really much. Everything going on. closes. I was like, what the fuck? So we were we were painting like fuck oh, after right. the gig. We were like, right. It was like Satay House was that f- was that fucking really nice place. We went in there and ate, mm. and then there was literally a bar right next door to it, and we went in there and had like eight pints. Do you remember when I, I ordered their hottest curry, and the wee girl was like, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" Yeah. And I went, "I'll be fine." And I was. Do you know the thing is, but it was like the next day. It was I was feeling it because you're fucking your head, fucking dissolving the porcelain. (laughs) Yeah, we're here to dissolve the porcelain. You know, (laughs) fuck's sake, you could have reserved it. (laughs) Anyway, speaking about Malaysian food, uh, we have some questions to answer. Oh yes, apparently. Let's let's. We put out a call for questions. Check on the laptop, boy. And uh, what have we got here? What have I got? I think we've only one or two. Well, there's a few. But it's enough, it's enough to, to keep us going. I mean, shite so we talk, the, oh, the, the, This one is a contentious issue. A massively contentious issue. Yeah. So, Luke Watterson, he says, what do you prefer? Potato bread or soda bread? For me, I love them both. If I could only have one, it would be potato bread. I find potato bread, I think it's even soda bread, you have to be really careful. Would you eat so, a potato sandwich? I would, no, I say I wouldn't do that. <laughs> would I, I, I was would you ha- get mashed potato and put it on a sandwich? But here, you would no. eat you would eat a chip potty. That's technically potato bread. I would eat a chip potty. Would you not? Aye, that's weird. Fuck, I think you're too good for a chip potty. I'd, uh, I'd eat a pasta potty. You know, a pasta, pasta potty? Mac and cheese and that's put it in bread. That's just fucking carb city. Well, I suppose yeah, it's like yeah. a sausage roll bar. Um, sure, like, sure, fucking... 
subway to a meatball marinara what the hell is that about i wouldn't um, even call it a meatball marinara it's like indiscriminate meat in in yeah. sauce i uh, actually i got a subway the other day and it was the nicest one i've had in a while but, but i always get the same thing you haven't been out and had one and that's the thing i don't go anywhere um but because i do i see i play by the rules <laughs> except when it comes to love uh, that's, 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 that's me virtue signaling that's, that's what I do um, but um, I do play I've never cheated on anybody and I fucking uh, sh- I'm I told offended. you this fucking potato bread question um, anyway, of a anyway so no I love soda bread the problem with soda bread is if you right, Ormo great soda bread some less crap because they never cook it the whole way through so then when you go you and stick it in the pan in the it's really doughy and it's shite right. potato bread I find to be less troublesome it's more consistent throughout. Oh yes, and again, Orm will make the best one. Um, but I just, I just prefer potato bread. Um, if I'm having a fry, I'm having everything. But if I can only have one, I'm having the potato <laughs> bread. See, Especially when, see when it's all eggy, man. Oh, no, see, that's the thing bread. with me, right? So here's the thing. I do. I'm like yourself. I like both. But for me, it's context and consistency, right? So full soda is unbeatable it wouldn't be the same with potato bread mm-hmm. because it doesn't have the it can't hold it the one thing that I don't like about potato bread is it always no matter how like you have to burn the fucking stuff it will always t- it will always the texture of it will always be like it's not been cooked do you know what I mean because it is floppy do you know what I mean how are you cooking it loads of ways like I'd fry it in the pan or I would toast it mm-hmm. do you know I always fry but it I always find I always find that it's it's like floppy bread do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's real dense. So like where you're saying about the soda bread not being cooked through, for me it would be the potato bread. Now, again, in context, I would have it with a fry yeah. over soda. Like if I was having like a standard fry with your mushrooms and your beans and all that bollocks, bacon and sausages and all, I would have potato bread with it. But if I was having a full soda, it has to be the soda. Obviously it's in the name. But, uh, do you know what I've been, you know what I've been going for these last while? Fucking pancakes. The big, sombless, giant yeah, pancakes. Yeah, like American-style pancakes? Well, I don't know, because I never really had them. Right. I just know, like, the sombless ones you buy in the packet. No, you ever see when you see fat people on American TV eating pancakes? Some of them big, thick-stacked ones. Aye. Aye, well, yeah, that's, sort of some of them. I would love, because that's the thing I get in America. I was watching a TV show recently. I started a new show. It's called Bosch. It's on Prime. Mm. Um, and it's really good. It's a cop drama. Um, it's, but it's quite gritty. Um, very funny in in the, all the darkness of it, and um, they were there was a scene he was just, he was in a in a diner and he'd ordered these pancakes and I, I but it was breakfast yeah. and I was like it's so weird that they would have this only America would start the day with dessert. That's literally I was literally myself. Fanula says that's the one thing when she was in America she did like a tour world tour yeah. and she was in America for the like the end of it yeah. and she went in and ordered pancakes and they're like yeah what would you like would you like uh, syrup ice cream would you like yeah. you know all this fucking and she was like it's breakfast time can I have it with some like butter and jam and they were like no that's the way it comes it comes with all these things yeah yeah and yeah. she couldn't get her head around it she's like I what know. the it's fuck it's the same with her no. waffles too yeah they're just so over the top do you know what there's a restaurant pancakes are nice on their own yeah. You don't have to add fucking 10 tons of ice cream. There's a restaurant in London, going back to food again, in London. There's a, a restaurant in London called Duck and Waffle. Mm. Um, and it's at the top of this building. It's like a 55th floor. Um, and I've eaten it once and it was amazing. And I got to sit on a table at the window so you get to look down at the uh, Great. Poking your fucking um, your No, I don't. Heights <laughs> don't really bother me whenever I know I can't. Like, I know if I was standing on a building, I'd probably shit myself. But mm. I know I can't fall out. So it was grand. But uh, their signature dish is duck and waffle so it's coffee duck leg on a waffle with maple syrup 
that's that's their signature mm. dish. I mean, I I ordered it because I was like, I have to. You have to try. It's their signature. Famous, like, so you got to try yeah. what they're what they're, what they're best at, like mate. Because I, I never had a waffle in that in that way before. Mm. If I had, if I ever had like a Belgian style waffle, it's been with ice cream, it's chocolate sweet, stuff. Though, but I've never had bake with a with duck on it. I just think of like actually when you think about like a waffle, like you could make a savory waffle. Mm. You know, like on its own, you could probably infuse some sort of flavor into it that make Aye. it fucking tasty. That was good. Though. I uh, I would recommend it, but I I would always be interested to try pancakes that way. It's just when I if I'm in the house making pancakes, I'm well, making them like crispy, crispy I'm just making pancakes. them you know, like they're basically like omelet style, uh, that kind of. A I, so that's another thing. Remember we went to the fucking hotel and it was because it was a Tuesday because it was Pancake Tuesday. Do you remember? Right. And we went in and there was like we fucking there was like a pancake stand there mm. and the guy was like when we checked in he was like I fucking go over they're free they're complimentary yeah. going over so we went because remember we were hemming and hawing we were putting yeah. stuff in the room then with the yeah, cheese and, yeah. all, and I was like mate we'll have to just get these now and I went over and cut them and as nice as they were I was like they're not fucking pancakes they're that's fucking that's an omelette with chocolate sauce on it because yeah. they were they were like an omelette yeah. I've had thicker omelettes yeah. than those fucking things I, it was I, like, a, like a, a sheet yeah, I don't egg. make an omelette with any less than three eggs. Well, yeah, that's if if it's a singular omelette, four, four is my favorite. Four with a bit of cheese and some bacon through it. Bacon and mushroom is a fucking perfect omelette. Bacon yeah. and mushroom together. I had Unreal. oh f- right okay now I do have exciting news to tell you. <laughs> you may have seen my face. I put up a Facebook post. It's, it's so funny. Face, uh, whenever I of all like our musical accomplishments, of which there are few. <laughs> but the things that get the mo- like I put up last year a weight loss transformation pick and to be fair I had lost five stone I know you did you're four stone four stone well, I lost four stone you're doing so, well um, and I've put about a stone and a half back on but that's here lockdown baby and I'm yeah, unemployed don't even I've got unemployed I've depressed got bigger, get off my back I've got bigger tits than Fanula yeah. like, and it's not it's not fucking good yeah, big tits of the way of the way that's it, yeah, they get me out of parking tickets it's like everybody <laughs> has to just is forced to accept the dad bod because that's um, all we're getting now but uh, I so anyway um Yes, we were talking. So, regards to. So, anyway, food. So, I would put up this picture of a pizza I ordered from Pizza Works. That's and right. The eh? fucking reaction it got was carnal, mate. People were starvos. just like. <laughs> Let me just tell you what it was. So, <laughs> if that had known, that's the way you actually made so, the pizza. Proud sponsors of the podcast, Pizza Works. I'm always wrapping them. Why? Because they make the best merch and the best pizzas. I'm raging. I, like, the only reason I want you to live, live North anywhere is literally so I can. Tr- yeah. Have one on top, do you know what I mean? Might yeah. not want one, but just the thought yeah. of being able to get one next time. Want, even if I just I'm in my house, make you go get me one. The fuck, get it yourself. <laughs> um, but anyway, I so I ordered. I always used to get the gringo. Gringo was my favorite. It was chipotle chicken with uh, jalapenos, chorizo, um, red onion, or white onion. Sorry, white onion, um, and a mozzarella base. No tomato sauce in the base. Mm. Unbelievable. Changed my understanding of pizzas because pizzas don't need tomato on them. Unbelievable. And then there's another one called the Stance, which is buffalo chicken with young buck, blue cheese, and scallions and jalapenos. Quite hot, but really good. Mm. And then they have the bee sting, which is ham and goat's cheese with this honey dressing. I've heard of this. I own mix it up. He gets Reaper chilies. He gets them imported from America and cooks them down, makes a dressing with them. And they're it's hot as fuck, but it's so good. So I, that's my three go-tos. Always go to them. So I was like, right, I want to get a pizza, but I want to get something different. So I basically found a way to combine all three of them. Order three of the pizzas. No, so what I did was I went for the four cheese. The four cheese pizza is uh, mozzarella, parmesan, uh, the young buck blue cheese, and five mile town goats, right? That's okay. your four cheeses. Good balance. They're great. It's a Jesus great pizza Christ. by itself. I added to it bacon, okay. and I added to it the reaper honey from the bee sting. Mm. 
mate, honestly, I can say without without any bias to the it is all that cheese. Well, cheese and bacon is a natural. But that's the thing, cheese and bacon, and then with that spice to cut through, mm. bro, it was phenomenal. <laughs> Dude, the funny thing is, I keep saying, no way. I had to put up the NFSW at the start of my post. I know. I keep saying, that, like, it, it, it bugs the fuck out. You never see a post and you like it once and that's it. Yeah. But then it keeps coming up on your timeline because <laughs> people are keep saying shit, dude. I had to like turn notifications off for this post. The fuck. I uh, even no Frankie who works in Babel. Yeah. Frankie even like tagged me in his Instagram story. It was it last night? It was like Mick, you've you've influenced me, and he orders him order pizza works. <laughs> so people start ordering pizza works, and then tag me in it because I'm a I'm an influencer and a plus size Instagram model. Um, <laughs> but uh, I but honestly like that pizza was phenomenal. Did it, uh, as, I can't have they started making that this as a standard. Now? Well, I did say we should call it the McLaurin. The McLaurin. <laughs> yeah, this is the way. And uh, shout out to Naomi, Naomi um, one of our patrons. She was like, next time I'm in Belfast, I'm getting myself a bit of the Michelorian. Now, Naomi, I didn't quite know which way to take that one. <laughs> well, no, uh, I'm pretty sure you do know which way you, you like want to take want, that one. Are you wanting a slice of the bread? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, there's no sauce. It's just pure cheese. Um, there's no uh, base. There's no base on it. All sm- it's all smeg. It's got uh, it's a lot of blue cheese on yeah, it as well. But anyway. here, the young bucks there. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I know it's class pizza, so I don't know if they would put it on. The thing is, it, it's so similar to a pizza they already have, but if they were going to do like a crew pie, because they do like specials and stuff, I might see if I can get like a guest spot. A crew pie. It sounds too close to cream pie to me. Yeah. And that's just, that's just, I, that's just. Yeah. It's, well, anyway. it, it's what finishes me so off. So anyway, like so uh, to answer the question, I prefer potato bread. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm uh, on the fence. Yeah. I like a croissant. <laughs> uh, next question. We what have we got? What do we got for the next one? Murray, our old mate, Murray, Murray, Murray McDowell. Um, actually, I was watching his live stream earlier in honour of the late, great Ronnie Purvis. Ronnie Purvis. Uh, R.I.P. Pa- passed away. Stalwart legend of the Belfast music. One of the few, one of the first people to give us a... Uh, Okay. ever let us on a stage and I was like he let us on I was like Ronnie why have you done this uh-huh. you, you're sticking your reputation on us that was funny because no, that was a Wednesday night so that would have been when the we Empire. were first proper starting uh, we didn't know and we haven't we even got a set we probably had about six or seven tunes put together yeah. and uh, none of the none of the classics that we know now and uh, or one of the classics we did know and have forgotten now because um, I remember we went to where was it we went to another one that started us off the what do you call that fucking bar up on the Lisbon Road? Cuckoo. Cuckoo, where James O'Dougal, Doyle, whatever his name is O'Dougal now. O'Dougal Donald. O'Dougal Donald, and he gave us, uh, he, we would go there and do his open yeah. night and then we were like, Ronnie was like, why don't you just come? Wednesday used to be amazing. We used to get home. steaming for nothing. No, because we, uh, we would go and uh, we would practice in the barking dog upstairs, yeah. remember? And then you'd be like, Will they leave the car? Won't they leave the car? It depends on the beer that they were like giving out for free that day. If it was cruise light, I'll just drive uh, You were like, I'm just driving home. I can have a pint of water and get drunker. <laughs> I know. Like, and then I turned up one week and it was Rockshore. And I was like, uh, you can drink it. I'll uh, buy me own. But that's right. I fuck it. And then, but do you remember they would give us loads of tokens? They would give us like three or four tokens because there'd be hardly anybody there. And we'd play for like 10 songs. Yeah. And then we would just like knack these fucking pints. So and then we would get a Monte Carlo afterwards. Yeah. The chippy that holds the record for getting my order wrong. The most. The most how many cans of coke do they own? They owe me a, a fucking proper can. Like they a, owe you a, a case. A case, essentially, aye. Um, no, they're... they're, oh, good, but they're Wednesday's good. burger crack. See, crack. See their taco chip. Like. Their taco chip is epic. I had a taco chip from... Uh, 
waffles the other day and it was like I was like fuck it's a spicy and I know you ever taste something you're like going is this going to give me problems down the line oh, <laughs> you know I, what I mean? but uh, lo and behold it was not I was yeah. I was clean everything was good. I used to have to make sure I wasn't working in the restaurant on the Thursday after we <laughs> go out on Wednesday because I yeasty taco the, arse the, the drink that we would we would chug into is because that was the thing with open mics like at with musicians you get paid usually with a beer or two beers and so we would maybe do four open mics in the evening I know we would do a load and, uh, and then get a taco chip from uh, Monte Carlo and get home and then yeah the next morning I'd just be I'd be in some some trouble like here's one for you what was the worst open mic night you, out of all the ones we've done that you've ever ever went to because I know mine soon off the top of my head oh the pavilion oh yes Joint, joint without first. a shadow of it out the pavilion that was so bad they got a new sound system put in and, and nobody, nobody had a clue how to use it and it was just because we got up I remember we got up and the guy god love him he hadn't got a fucking clue because it was like a whole new digital desk and a whole new yeah. setup for the better because the whole the sound in that place was fucking wet Aye, it's great now like uh, they really been to it since with for gigs and it's a class yeah so it was it was well needed yeah but it was like a whole digital desk or it made a switch over from the analog and um I uh, we got on and the guy that sorta of knew how to do it was away having a fag and the guy who didn't know what he was doing yeah. put us in and he was turning us up but it was there was nothing coming out of the front. It was just the monitors on stage yeah. were all coming up and it was like getting later and we were feeding back like fuck I and I, I think we played like half a song and I was like, Right, no more. Yeah. Get out get out the fuck. And and we, we, we haven't played there since. We've never been, well, the I mean the V Far though, we also got to a point where we were We got like, those gigs, we got that gig got, in there. In the thing, the that's Ardell. what I was. Yeah, I won't see so what that no residency. We couldn't do open mics anymore. But people would invite us to open mics, and we're like, do you know what it is, mate? We gig three, four times a week. Mm. We're we're not open makers anymore. It's the, not, uh, nothing against open mics. It's just we're. It's you know when we weren't working, we we weren't seeing each other mm. for the simple reason we didn't fucking want to. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> the um, it's so weird. Now I was thinking back. Like, I went to John Hewitt. And you played Xbox. That's it. Uh, I fucking <laughs> smoked a lot of joints and played <laughs> Xbox. The uh, the funny, the weird thing was, it's like, see, when you're looking at like the history of it all, like you, I don't think you were there for like the open mic heyday of the open mic when the open mic night was the place where you went. Yeah. Do you know, like people are saying? Because I get it now. People are like, oh, why do open mic nights? You're not getting paid for your music and all that there shit. And like, because the person running it's getting paid, but at yeah. the same time, they're the one doing the fucking work. Uh. They're organizing people, keeping track of people, doing the sound and yeah, all that yeah, shit. Yeah. Which is what I had to do for fucking ages. But see, back whenever I was just going to them to play, yeah, that was it. Was literally like you met people oh. and you talked to them and you learned their oh, music, and that's how loads of bands were made. We have. I have friends from it. We have friends from it from, simply just from just open from nights. The, the people, the, like, the relationships you start to form. And I've had work. There's been people who I've met and they've gone, do you know what? Actually, I'm doing my album. I need a file. And it's good. And, I, and like, I did on and then they book me and pay me for whatever for mm. for doing some work for them. So, no, they're absolutely Let's say, like, there, like, there is people, a people are People want, want it so quickly. They want, they're like, I'm good. So pay me like no, you have to fucking earn it. Your is, well, that is it's not like you, another mate. job. It's it really isn't. It's like an experience based thing. Music. Yeah. It's like you, we could charge what we charge because we not not the fact that we know we're not shit. Yeah. We fucking worked hard at it yeah. and got to the point point where and we did we did wins for fuck all for nothing and then people were I remember one of the first wins we did. We got paid. We got paid double because we were so cheap. Uh, Big Nell gave us he went here at half that cause uh, and then he got us in the worth. next day for like the after party for the wedding do you know what I mean so. shout out to Big Nell of uh, Zenith strength and mobility he's um, quite literally the, one of the biggest people we've ever met Yeah, love him man um, love him dearly 
he uh, Arnold was just saying. But it's so weird the one I was thinking about there as we were talking about the open mic nights, the crowds that formed in different in different open mic nights. Like Lavery's was so the the three the three on the Wednesday. I was trying Lavery's be the most volatile crowdy because there were so many randomers. Because it wasn't it was like because they were coming like, in after the football. Well, that's it. You know, but I think you know like see like the pavilion. So the, the the three that were on a Wednesday was the Cuckoo on the Lisburn Road, Lavery's. Well, everyone knows Lavery's is in, in um, Botanic, and then the pavilion. They were the three on a Wednesday so you would go up to um, the cuckoo and it's all the students in for their like three for a fiver and their yeah, cheap yeah. cocktails and all. so it was literally if you weren't playing Aye. if you weren't playing fucking like the pop hits and singing shit Aye. covers they just weren't interested at all no. then you would go down to Lavery's and Lavery's is like the more mainstream and as you say like, it's more of an eclectic feel so it's real hit and miss Aye. what you're fucking doing in there like then you go up to the pavilion and it's Crusties, yeah. <laughs> who have who the is, Crusties, who would be happy with a guy ringing a bell every thirty seconds, yeah. and they would dance to that. So it was kind of it was so fucking surreal. Uh, um, the pavilion, I like, I like the concept of the pavilion's open mic night, but I didn't like the content of it. Yeah. The concept of it was it was like it was more like a like a camaraderie, like mm. oh you can play guitar and you can do this and yeah. you can do that, but we all sort of know a song. We'll get up and have a go at it. Do you know the but one? Was like, there's there's a reason why that's not a, a the a open staple. mic that I always tended to enjoy the most was the burned all. Burned all. I always tended. To, I just do you know what it was? It was such a when weird. we went in. It was weird because it was such a weird bar because it was never packed. But the st- when we would walk in, the staff would get excited. And see, when the staff are getting excited, then you're like, well, you know, you're good because they have to hear all this shit. Because they'd be serving people. Because uh, like, well, like, we'd be drinking. Uh, shit at the JP. Um, but I, I, I just, I liked the burn. I, I just like, I just like playing there. I, fe- I felt that it was the the one that was we had the least sound problems at um, out of all of them. Act also good. I miss do. I do miss doing them. I just miss gigging them. You want see like I like I ran the sunflower open mic night from fucking for what like three yeah. or four years. Yeah. And see by the end of it, I was like I can't be on with any cons anymore. Here, honest question. Honest oh. question. Sorry, no. Finish what you're saying. I no, it. just it was like it started off like the real like the same people were coming every week. Yeah, yeah. And it was really do, it was doing really well, and then it, it, it completely died to death. So we moved it downstairs because mm. the Hewitts one had stopped on a Monday. Yeah, that's right. So we moved ours from a Tuesday to a Monday and moved it downstairs. So we got more through traffic, and the amount of people that we got that were walking past the bar and seeing all this music in there yeah, and yeah. coming in and fucking the place was haven every Monday. The place was fucking haven. Yeah. And then it just got to the stage where. I was sick of people and I was bringing all my own gear with me and getting yeah. no more fucking money 100%, for it. Yeah. But like the people were getting like expecting shit. Like there was people coming in and like they were going why like it, you could see in their mind they were going why aren't I playing in Wembley? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like mate this is a fucking bar with a capacity of 60 people in this fucking room. We've got one speaker and a desk which Aye. are both mine. Play your fucking three songs Take your beer and fuck off. Yeah. Like you're expecting me to whop out the laser show and the fucking lights and all because the reputation was so good that they were expecting so fucking much when they came in and it was they were missing out on the point. The point was the atmosphere of it. Yeah. You if you were good, you captured people and people listened. If you were shit, they talked over you. I and know. people would gurn and gurn. It's like but you know, I, it's like I remember the guy who was a karaoke. There was a guy who showed up one time and I remember I'm a singer. I'm a singer and you were like right there on you give you a like, guitar or he went, No, 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 no. no. And he, tracks. he had his phone and you put the back and track on every one of us because I think everybody who is like I think at night, so you were running, I'll say I was drinking with DBM 
and a cop and Kevin Irish Kev, Irish Kev. Kev. <laughs> um, no, English. Oh, yeah, Irish Kev. Oh, Irish Kev. I'm not had, calling you. You Kevin. had John in. Uh, John Tracy, I think, might have been there. Gary Lawton was definitely there. And then I think my brother called in. The actual, the actual overall content was quite high. That's what I loved about the the, yeah. the sunflower. The actual fucking content was it was not shit. No, you might get the odd person yeah. who didn't see the crack, but overall it that, was the business. We all so we we all realized what was going on, and he kept either putting on the wrong back back and track or putting on at the wrong point or yeah. in the wrong no, key. He put on or he, he kept he he kept missing his cue to sing no, no he did he fucking treated it as if it was like some fucking shit karaoke in, uh, a, in a fucking like Japanese bar uh, in fucking in Tokyo yeah. you know where everybody's pissed and having a yeah. lot it really it was like we all got up and walked Kings outside because we, we, could, we couldn't do it it was Kings of Leon yeah, I think right. he put on that's right. and he put it on Sex on Fire Sex on Fire like the fucking the wankiest song that anybody could sing ever oh, mate. and uh, so he was putting that on and he's like great so I was like are you ready and he's like yeah and I hit play and then he was trying to count himself in, and then he was like laughing. He was like, "Oh, I can't believe I messed that up." Do, 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 do it another time, and I did it. And then he, 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 same thing. He missed his cue, so and then I was like, "Right, mate, you've got one." And it's just like, "Mate, you've literally wasted forty-five minutes of my time here because so you're fucking bad. such a dickhead." Like, I know it was shocking. And see when shit like that, it just spoils the whole flow of everything. I know, but then that's when you, like rules started to be. You started introducing like no, Sign your fucking no poetry, up. no nothing like that. There, no, we had we, no comedy. No, no comedy. I, I got because, a dickhead, man. Oh Jesus! Like I had, I seen him at a an, in Filthy's open mic. Well, not mentioned, but any comedians listen to this, they'll, I, know, I, exactly. well, they'll know he's not a comedian. <laughs> but Jesus, shit! And he just sells. He has the same sectarian set, and it's all wank. But he's I never updated it. It's he, like for this guy when he was doing his comedy, it's supposed to be off comedy. Yeah. Mean, it's, like, it's supposed to be funny because it's not funny and it's yeah. awkward and all. Yeah, but yeah. it's so awkward that him. it's cringy and you can't oh. bring yourself. I hated like, him because I ended up because there's loads of you know me co- comedy club whore, um, known for it as well. Fucking my numbers on the back of toilet doors of pugs for God's sake. <laughs> um, uh, just for laughs, comic. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, no, no. I was gonna say I, I have a, a, a proper question for you. Right. But before I tell you that, my funniest open mic experience was years before we ever got together. I was out with a load of mates on a Monday night. Um, because I used to work in the Morning Star back in the day. So a few of us, we finished our shift and we went out for pints. We went to the John Hewitt, and this is when the open mic was sort of in its heyday in the John Hewitt. And, uh, Let me see if I can guess. Right? What? Transvestite got up and played. Uh, no, no, this is about me. <laughs> this is legit. No, no. So, so I had uh, previously, I don't know, maybe a few weeks before or a month before, I had been in a house party with the guys I worked with in the Morning Star, and somebody had a guitar, and I had been just fingering, just you know, just strumming away as you do, and uh, thought nothing of it. So then, my mate Tom, God rest his soul, died there at Christmas terrible um he uh he put my name down to go play and I, and my name got called but he didn't tell me he told me mm-hmm. so when my name got called it was like i there was none of this i you're you're what do you call the fellas jeff jeff i jeff, jeff was like are you coming up with me i was like oh fuck but I, I only knew one song that i could confidently play on the guitar and sing and, and it was fucker gently by tenacious d mm-hmm. and the horror now <laughs> I will right. Bear me because I have a horrific Jeff. I I very I was very very drunk because I was out with a lad. Right, so when you're drunk, you can't you can't normally perform anything well. 
but a song that that has to be like Jack Black sings that song mm. in, in such a way his, that his reputation as well yeah. precedes the song yeah. so you know it's not going to be it's going to be very light hearted you have heard me sing that song mm. and play that song soberly and I can't do it mm. I can't play wouldn't it wouldn't pay to say it like no it I can know, be done. I can't do it like, it's it's a it's a party trick let's say <laughs> that um, I you know but it was really it was a car crash of a performance and the fucking horror there were so many women who got up and left because they just thought I was just some dickhead some misogynistic just wanted, yeah and I was like I, but it was, it was the only song it was either play that or play <laughs> if tomorrow tomorrow never comes by Garth Brooks and I went well I don't want to make everyone suicidal so I played fucker that would have been good like, um, that was my X Factor song that's what I sung the X Factor do you know the X Factor? Like, did you not know this? I thought you'd been making jokes about this. No, 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 no. I was legit. I uh, two thousand and five, two thousand and six, or something. Got there. I uh, no, because I. Do you know people who watch like quiz shows and shit and talent shows and go, "I can fucking do it. It's so easy." Well, I don't like to be one of those people. I would like to go and just do something <laughs> or don't say anything at all. So I just, I was like, I went and played hey, to be on the X Factor. I think the year I did it. I can't remember, but um, I know. So I just it wasn't you. I think if it wasn't me, <laughs> <laughs> surprise. This I, I, I'm actually Alexander Burke. Um, <laughs> I was wondering why you kept playing tampons. Um, <laughs> I was like, why is he doing? It? I was like, all right. So, Once uh, using his face masks or something. But um, I so uh, I know. I just I went to the audition, and you go in there, and there's a couple of producers, and they give you 20 seconds, and they just give you a yes or a no. And they gave me a no. And I went, right, see you later, bye. And just went home. Um, so that was that story. But anyway, yes, um, serious question. Right, cool. Do you think, well, not do you think, I think live music will return. But what do you think it will be like to perform? Because and, and a caveat to that, you always used to, you didn't slaver at me, but you were, you would always say to me, because of the way I used to deal with the public. No. I was very quick if anyone got in our airspace I was very quick to step up and basically put my foot out and go get that get you know because it's like I've heard like heard of I remember John Tracy's guitar getting broke because somebody knocked into the guitar stand he got a a busted mouth because somebody knocked the fucking mic yeah I think I've heard of so many instances like that there my uncle Shamey his violin got flung out of his hands and then it landed on the dance floor and everyone's trampled all over it because people were getting too close to the performers, yeah. and I, so I've always been very conscientious of that. There, no, there is definitely. I think there's like a, a definite happy medium between the way <clears throat> I deal and the way you deal. Yeah, where you'd be like, "Sorry, I'm very off aggressive. the stage." Like, yeah, I didn't need a pandemic for me to know about <laughs> social distancing. So, what's the question? Um, how do you think, like, how do you think it will be to be a performer when this all? Because people well, are for us, we're going to be socially doing, awkward. Like, well, people are socially awkward. Well, now. we're going to be. Oh, are you talking about the experience of playing? Like, yeah, uh, it'll be weird. I don't think people will trust their surroundings that often. It well, it could go either way. It could, either we go in and people will be so conditioned to being overly critical of everything in their surroundings that they'll it'll just be like sit down and fucking hang on, and it'll take ages. Or people will be so fucking glad to get out and you know and to do things that will be a fucking free for all. Like yeah. it'll be, but I don't think it'll be one of those things. <coughs> once um once it all comes back. There'll be a lot of, I think there'll be like a lot more doormen on. Do you know what I mean? To control people and to be like, here, you can't be getting on like that. No, is it because if you think about it, like, like how many times have you seen some cunt not washing his hands in the box? Like when I had before, it out with somebody in the John Hewitt once. Before anybody, a guy came it. up to shake my hand is after it? we played a gig one night. You were holding your dick, and I saw him come out I, I knew he had taken a shit in the cubicle and hadn't washed his hands because I was in the I was standing at the arenal 
and I saw him leave, and then when I saw him later that night, now he may as wash his hands again at some point in the evening. Yeah, but that's but not the point. Sure. But when he came up to shake, and he came up if to you don't compliment wash your hands after his shit, it's fair to say that you're not going to do it for any other reason. Yeah, I know, I know. But uh, give him the benefit of the doubt, as if he deserves it. And we, and we had played, we played our set, and everyone loved it. And that's always the way people always come up and go, "Congratulations, yeah. oh, that was brilliant, that's well done." Have you got a card? Here's a paint. You know what's the Here's t- pink guy. <laughs> But he came up to shake my hand, and I stood there, and I was like, mate, you're a dirty bastard. Go, I know you don't wash your hands. And then he came on the offensive at me, and I went, mate, you have no defence mm-hmm. here. You are a dirty bastard. I know. Get I... The, and the people, and then he, but he thought that he had every right to be offended, because he was coming to give me a compliment. I'm like, no, mate, mm-hmm. you're a dirty, go away. It's like, okay, I'll shake your hands if you hold my dick. Go oh, in. I wouldn't put like, anybody like, through that, mate. Hold my <laughs> you have to dust it off. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a <laughs> hand on that there. I know it's a bit um, No, but the, I know. Fuck, I know. There's there's a fucking there's a there's a fellow member I had to say to you about mm-hmm. him. I was like, mate, do not shake his fucking yeah, hands yeah, yeah. Uh, because I know him and he's he, he's been around and it's like you are a fucking. It's like how how can you be that like. There's definitely something like mentally yeah. off, like a twit, like just off balance. If you're able to go out to public, knowing fine well that you know. People are gonna see me. Yeah. Fuck it. Like you wouldn't shit in the street because you know people will go. The fuck is this? Do uh, you know what I mean like you wouldn't like you wouldn't go and wash like take a pish in front of people. Hold your dick. Do you know actually? Do you know what one gets me the most? People who bring their drinks into the bogs with them and set them under the ground on the ground under the urinal and they're pissing and it's it's like mate you're going out to drink that it's a yellow beer oh you fucking was, dirty uh, bastard. I had an instance like that in. The la- definitely in the last six months I remember going to the Sunflower during Covid times as you do so there was all that table service and social distancing and everything and I went into the UC urinal and then another fella and I and I remember I had my, I'm standing there taking a piss and I have my phone in my hand mm. in my other hand because <laughs> I've got a message so I only <laughs> <one. laughs> just pinching all over your phone yeah just with the backlight on to make it look good um, <laughs> But no, I, I, I'm just, I'm just flicking through. I've got messages, or I'm flicking through Facebook or something out there. You know, just the past of twenty seconds or whatever it takes to do the transaction. So you don't have to look at anybody in the eye. But that's <laughs> this is it because I'm very, I'm a big supporter of good toilet etiquette and chance toilets. Like if there's three stalls, obviously COVID's kind of taking care of this now. But if there's three stalls, never use the middle one. Go to one of the outside ones because then nobody has to stand beside you anyway. So I'm standing there scrolling on my phone, and then this our fella comes in to take a piss. And then he's like, oh, he's you saying, he goes, are you sending somebody a dick pic? And I went, not that it's any of your business, mate, but no. Uh, this wouldn't be the most flattering angle, taking a picture. Yeah, pitch. exactly. Um, and then, obviously, as you, like, I'm not looking at anybody, but because I've had to address him, I've looked you. at him. And then what has he done? He's taken his pint and put it in the urinal. Not, not to piss into. He's put it to the side of him, mm. and then so he's and I, I, I fucking horrified. I, I'm not a tout, mate. Tout's out, but I walked straight out. And he's going grab- to set in that glass on the table. I grabbed. The, I went straight up to the Bob, the manager. I went, Bob, there's a dirty bastard, and I told him what he did. And I says, see, and when he walked out, I went, that's him. So whenever, so all the floor staff knew that whenever he that glass was finished, they were to use gloves to lift the glass and throw it in the fucking bin and burn it, mm. and then bleach the table that he was on. Because he was a dirty bastard. Oh, but but that's that's one one thing I won't miss as well is because it was it was def. You used to get it more than I got it, but 
there was people trying to shake your hands whilst you're playing. <laughs> and you're like, mate, I need my two hands to actually do this. You know, and this isn't like I just think, fuck, I wasn't a surgeon. Any feminists, <laughs> any feminists out there going, oh, you can't fucking multitask, shut your holes. It's not about multitasking. I physically need my two hands to See, use. See, what I used to do, what I learned to do was when you're playing, someone comes up to shake your hand, just lick their face. <laughs> just go, and then they'll just be like, that's too much. And you'll be like, well. But I, I won't miss that aspect, but. Yeah, it's like a very ranty, isn't it? Mm. I feel like I needed this. I need to get this out of the system. <laughs> That's because you've been staying in the house with your man, your dad, yeah. fucking listening to them for two weeks. No, I don't want to fucking get the fuck away from me. Oh, no. Yeah, when they're fucking expensive teapot. <laughs> don't even talk about it. <laughs> right, well, here, I think that's as good as the time to finish it up because yeah. we're on the. These are just so fucking hard for me to upload to YouTube. It takes forever. Yeah. Once you've got an mark, it's just brutal. It takes uh, it takes more time for it to fucking bounce out of, out of Final Cut than it does to fucking yeah. do anything else. So, anyway. Yeah, thanks very much, everybody, for, for fucking listening, if you are listening. And uh, watching, check us out on all the usual platforms YouTube. Now on Daily Motion, if you. <laughs> If you if you want either two bearded men talking shite or soft porns from Channel Five back in the nineties, that's it. Oh yeah, well, uh, we do. We're, there's a lot of Shannon Tweed on there. That's the Patreon exclusives. <laughs> if you want the Patreon exclusives, me holding mixed dick and swinging them around, and vice versa, you need to subscribe to our Patreon channel. We could make up stuff. I honestly, they're not known until the thing subscribe. Is, I honestly don't think that would be possible because would my appendage have the strength in it to stay attached to my body because I weigh so much <laughs> so if you were to swing me would it not just separate just from detach. my body oh Jesus uh, well uh, that's for next week we'll have a go at that tune in week. next week no. so yeah um. see if Mick's had to go to A&E <laughs> 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 aye anyway aye up, up and inches peace out there you big ball bags <laughs>